Hello, everybody. Um, welcome to the current episode, this episode of the Psychic Wives. I am Psychic Wife, Psychic Wives. See, we start, we screw up right from the beginning. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> Easy for you to say. I am Jerry Carabin. And we don't know how to edit, so it's just going to sound just Yeah, it's just going to sound this way. I'm Jerry Carabin. I'm Ginger Henry. And I'm Kathy Rumsey. And today we are um, pretty psyched to be here with our special guest, um, Cindy Hamill, and she's going to talk to us today about EFT or tapping. Uh, now, Cindy and I have been friends since high school, um, and um, it's like ten we, years, right? God, it's how it old? Yeah, <laughs> a decade or so. It's been a really long time, <laughs> you know. Um, and and um, Cindy started doing this, and I'm going to let t Cindy talk about this, but. Um, um, she really kind of turned me on to it. So when I'm in a, in a, a bad position, Cindy will get a phone call and Kay, can you help me walk through this or whatever? So anyway, Cindy is here to talk about um, tapping. Cindy, why don't you introduce yourself and kind of start off by letting us know how you got started. How about you tell us what tapping is first <laughs> and then how you got started or just start talking. Just introduce yourself. Yeah, I don't know. Any, of, any of the above. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I, I, as Jerry just said, I am Cindy Hamill and um, with tapintoyourpotential.net. And I, um, one of the tools that I use is tapping when I work with my clients. And I think I'll probably start with the history and then kind of get into what it was. Um, I originally was introduced to Gary Craig, who created Emotional Freedom Technique, which is the EFT. Um, I think I figured out probably in the late 90s. <laughs> um, a weird 90s? God. <laughs> it was a while ago, back in the beginning. Um, and I can remember, kind of fast forward, in 2002, I was diagnosed with cancer, and it was definitely one of the tools that I used. And I can remember um, because you physically tap on different points on your face and your chest, like walking around the streets, whether it was during chemo or whatever, like, like walking around, tapping at myself, trying to manage my emotions and stuff and thinking, sure, people think I'm crazy. But at the time, it was a tool that was working for me. Yeah. Um, fast forward. You were crazy because well, you're going through a bunch of stuff. Well, we're yeah. all crazy in some yeah, way. we're all crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then fast forward to 2007, and I adopted my son at three and a half years old, and he had come from, uh, let's call it an unstable background, and so I got thrown into the world of trauma and what trauma was and how it impacts people and how people react to it, and um, I needed to find a, a, a better, faster tool, and so, you know, when you know a tool and you type in faster EFT, sometimes things pop up. And so I was introduced to a gentleman, Robert Smith, who I trained under, um, and he had created something called Faster EFT, which is now called Utaptics. Um, so that's kind of my path of how I got to using this tool. Um, and just to give you an example, my son plays ice hockey and there was a, he must've been maybe seven, and we had a hockey tournament and we got to the rink, it was local, and the coach said, now the referees today are really, assholes if i'm allowed to say that on your show yeah. um <laughs> I'll, click the e. I'll click the e thing for <laughs> language we're good um, no we always do it don't um <laughs> so so don't get any penalties and i'm looking at the coach thinking i know what you just intended but what my child heard was get penalties <laughs> right so he of course went on the ice and penalty after penalty and you could just see his posture throughout the game like just getting more sunken and depressed looking and so I brought him home and I had just started to learn about Faster EFT. So we ran through a, the process of tell me how bad it is on a scale of one to 10. And he's like, 1200, I feel horrible. So we did a couple rounds of tapping and I'm like, scale of one to 10. He's like, it's fine. So we then, you know, shifted a little bit to his best game and stealing the puck and going down and score. Fast forward that afternoon, we went back to the rink. He had another game against the same team. And up in the stands, like, please. Yeah. <laughs> and they call a penalty. He goes into the penalty box. I go running down. And when he turns to face me, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this could be really bad. He busts out laughing. And I'm like, hey, Mom, I know that the penalty wasn't on me. 
And he just thought it was a big joke. And I went, came home, bought the course. And I was like, if this can work literally in five minutes on this child. Yeah. So. so tell me kind of what tapping is, like the whole Meridian thing or whatever. Like give people, because there's, I know there's people that are listening to this. They're like, what the hell is she talking about tapping? Right. So um, it, if you don't mind, I'm going to kind of start on how our, how we create stuff inside of us and then why we use tapping. So, you know, when you're born zero to seven, zero to 10, we're kind of this blank slate and we take in all the data through our five senses and we store it in our body because at two, you don't necessarily have a word for rage. It just gets stored in your body as these feelings. Um, and so then as you get older, when you get triggered, if you really stop and think about it, it's actually a feeling in your body. It's not necessarily, oh, well, I remember when, you know, right. this happened at one years old and it scared me. You know, it's the, the reaction to the feeling in your body. And what that's created by is your different organs. Your brain sends a signal to your, you know, your organs, you know, like I'm sure it happens with your animals when the thunder, their organs, right, right react. So the reason we use tapping is because those organs are connected to your brain via meridian lines. Are you guys familiar with like acupuncture, acupressure? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's the same kind of thing where they use needles. We just use our fingers on those particular points. Um, and there's a number of them like a Which one is spot. pretty cool. So you don't have to walk around like carrying needles with you. You know what I mean? You exactly. Or trying to figure out where or become an expert at Chinese medicine. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, some of the major organs like, you know, your bladder, your stomach, your lungs, that there's different meridian lines. So like one is in between your eyebrows. Oh, another one we use is on the outside of your eye, kind of where your temple is. And then under your eye, like on your occipital bone. And then we use the one on, we call it your collarbone. So you kind of go down about an inch and out an inch. Um, and I kind of do like a lobster claw thing. Um, with what's currently going on in the world with COVID, some people don't obviously want to have their hands on their face. So one another way to do it is even just kind of your palm on the top of your head, because a lot of the meridian lines gather right up there. Um, and then another one we use is that you grab your wrist because a lot of the other lines just kind of come down your hand to your hand. So if you grab your wrist, you get a bunch of different um, organs with that. Sweet. Okay. So now who, go, who, who did oh someone just, God, I have so many questions. I do too. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so no, what's interesting is when you're talking about the lines, like, so this is something I do. I don't tap though, but I tend to grab right here. Well, and I want to just interrupt for a second and then keep going. Isn't it interesting? Because I think there's it's almost like I know, this, it's like it, even if you don't know it, I tend to go like this all the time. I do more rubbing, like sort of. Right, yeah. I do too. But now I'm like, I bet it'd be a lot more. Uh, well, and think you about what you do that. when you have a headache. Right, you go like this. Right, yeah, you kind right. of rub your temples or grab yeah. your head. Yeah, we, so we all do a lot of these things naturally. So the other thing that I think is interesting is um, my son had some some stuff he was working through when he was younger and um, his, I think the school like social worker or whoever it was, I don't even remember, used to say, take a rubber band around your wrist and when you get upset, snap it. Would and I, I was always like, okay, you know. It and worked. I thought that that was like to, to snap your, your, your head out of it, like to, to interrupt your thought process, right. but it also is. My assumption is, yeah, probably her intent was to break the trance because we spend most of our waking lives in hypnotic trances. Mm -hmm. um, and so the rubber band would certainly, you know, break him out of that trance. Interesting. And um, one of the things that, that, that there's a difference, um, and this is what I've kind of learned or whatever, because I kind of dabbled in like, oh, EFT, what is this all about? Like, 
um, because there's a difference between EFT and faster EFT, or what is it now called, Cindy? I'm sorry. Um, the, new, the new name is Utaptics, but faster Utaptics, EFT. That's right. right. Okay, with Robert Smith. Um, so the the EFT is is a longer, like there's more tab. There's hand, and there's under here, and there, yeah. you know, under your arm, and there's like all these different things. And so the faster is just like boop, 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 like really quick, boop, 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 you know, like which um, for me is always <laughs> like, give me the quick stuff. You know what I mean? Um, and there was also like a process usually that you say things. Um, so if you guys have any more, keep, keep asking questions. Cause then I'm going to go back and, and, and we're going to kind of kind of talk about her process. Cause I know what her process is. So go ahead. My question would be like, you, you we talk about trauma, you talk, talk about trauma that's stored in the body. So how do I know where I'm tapping is doing what I need it to do. Like, what's the, we talk about meridian lines, but how right. would I know that? Um, does it make a difference where I tap? No. It doesn't. I mean, I mean, with the faster EFT, like there's certain, like Jerry said, I mean, there's certain points. You're not going to like um, Google, like, ooh, let me check out my liver. Like <laughs> the, in between your eyes, the side of your eye, under your eye, and then your collarbone. And when and you're doing your those, wrist. you're getting everything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to be like, "Ooh, I'm feeling this funny feeling in my stomach. Let me go look up stomach meridian." It's yeah. right. it's simple enough that you just, you know, if you think about it, I mean, your when your body reacts, a little bit of everything's reacting. Mm. You yeah. know. So it's yeah. just, and part of it is, you know, again, because um, we go into these trances. Um, I, uh, since I know you guys all have animals, I mean, let's just think around 4th of July, fireworks are going off. Mm -hmm. A, you're observing your animals reacting to the fireworks, but think about how it's feeling in your body yes. to watch the animals, possibly angry at your neighbors, scared for your animals, sad for your animals, and you're feeling all this in your body. So then it's easy to, okay. Not only can I, on one hand, be, you know, tap it on me or, you know, taking deep breaths or whatever you do, but, you know, part of when you pet your animals, right, it's across their yeah. head, yeah. which yeah. a lot of times will soothe them. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that because I've seen Joan, um, I, I never know how to pronounce her last name. She's an animal communicator, very big time animal communicator, Joan Ranquet, I think. Ranquette. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's how you pronounce it. Forgive us, Joan if um, we're pronouncing it incorrectly, but she had did something and I think it was last summer before fireworks and she did a little thing on her dog and it was just basically the same thing, like between the eyes and at the side of the eye and on the tip of their nose and like, you know, and then, you know, right on their little, you know, chest That's area funny. there or whatever. It was, it was really um, kind of cool and, and it works. You can actually feel kind of that like downshift in there, you know, during a thunderstorm or, or fireworks or whatever. It was, it was really super cool. So I love that. This can be used on adults, on children. You said you use it on your son um, and you use it on yourself and you use it on your animals, yeah. um, no matter, you, you know, whatever. And again, it's really interesting. Like Kathy had said before this, that she has, we, that we kind of naturally, my watch is making noise, sorry, um, that she has um, naturally gone to that place of like with her horse, the first time the farrier w was there. That's, that's a sure person for people that don't know what farrier means. Um, you know, so here's the first time somebody is coming like to work on um, his feet. And she naturally went to his head, you said, Kathy, right? To kind of like up above, pretty much I was thinking about it. Their eyes are up pretty harsh. So it probably was between his, you know, between his eyes or maybe a little above between his eyes. Yeah. Super cool. that's, yeah, probably a little above only because, you know, you don't want to be right. having your hand over your horse's eye while he's got somebody working on him. Well, so. and sometimes like if you have, say, a migraine or, or you just are sensitive to touch, like it doesn't necessarily have to be the tapping. I mean, you can, um, Ginger, I think you just said, like just pressing on the points. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is once you get used to what that feeling is, um, back in the days when we actually went to meetings with other people, um, <laughs> that you can sit in a meeting because when that person across the table and you're like, ugh, that you can just imagine... <laughs> 
the it's point. It's interesting. I watched one of Robert Smith's the Fast Three of Tea tap. I can't a few topics, whatever. Um, I saw him when he was describing that, you know, because sometimes you're sitting there like, you know, yeah, in a meeting like, oh my God, oh my God, you know, for people that aren't watching this, I'm sitting here like gritting my teeth, tapping all over my thing. Well, if you're in a meeting and you're in front of a bunch of people, but, but you can do that because it's like so energetically whatever you can sit there and just you know be kind of like in that little trance state and like okay now tapping between my eyes and on the side of my eye and under my eye and now on my um yeah and and I, I saw him talk about that one so I thought it was pretty cool so who comes to you for a session like who who comes to you what what are you you know because they're having things that they can't get rid of or things that keep coming up or what's the deal who comes to you for a session other than one of the things that i love about this tool is in my belief system it can work on just about anything and everything yeah um from you know physical pain um, because it's my belief that our emotions get stored in our bodies. Um, so if you have ever been through a time in your life where you were having lower back issues, um, potentially having problems with money or not feeling supported. Mm. So although we maybe start with the physical feeling in your body, then can delve further into what does that really mean and what's really going on in your life that's manifesting this feeling in your body. And I think for me, that started back with cancer of, okay, what was I doing to allow this into my body? And what do I need to change for it not to come back? And um, it's interesting. Let me interrupt for a second, because it's interesting that you said that because, and, and so you can use it for all different areas of a thing. So what you just said, when you were diagnosed with cancer, it was like, okay, how did, you know, this, how did I get, how did I get here and what do I have to change? Same thing when I was diagnosed with cancer, did the same thing and kind of like, okay, how did I get there? But before I could get to the point of how did I get here and what do I have to change? I was freaking out because my mother died of breast cancer. So that's all I knew. So when somebody diagnosed me with that, I was just, I mean, I went like, oh my God, I'm going to die of this. Are you kidding me? So I couldn't even get to the point of, okay, how do I do this yet? Because I was freaking out so much. So I'm on a Zoom call with Cindy and she's helping me tap out the freak out stress initial reaction to this so I could get to the point of, okay, now let's work on this. So do you understand that the reason I say that is just because you can take it down levels, levels, right. levels, levels, levels. You know, I had to use it for this particular thing and then I could use it for this particular thing. Do you know what I mean? Um, so anyway, keep going what you were saying, if you remember before. Well, I think going back to the example you just used, Jerry, is you know part of either when we react to something or we're in a trance, you know, 95% of the time, we're working from our subconscious mind. So until you can calm down or quiet down all of that noise or static, whatever you want to call it, it's very difficult to use your frontal lobe to be like, oh, I know that's I'm not going to die today. But right. to get there, absolutely. Like that's um, to use the tapping. Yeah. Um, so anybody can, you know, I mean, you can tap for weight loss. You can tap to stop smoking. You can tap childhood trauma. You can... I just this week in the grocery store, I choose to wear a mask when I go to the grocery store. And as we've just talked about the heat here, you know, it is pretty hot and humid and I'm standing in line, like, and felt like they were taking forever. I felt like I was suffocating and I was like, Oh, wait a minute. I have a tool right here. So I'm like standing, you know, just kind of tapping a little bit by my collarbone, yeah. not blatantly obvious. But just I'm letting this feeling go. I release and let it go. It's safe for me to let it go. I, it's going to be a deep breath of fresh air when I walk out of it, you know. So just in those moments of, you know, just this wave of not panic. I wasn't there yet, but it was just very uncomfortable and um, hot and sweaty. And I just 
was able it's, to calm myself enough to get out of the yeah, store. Yeah, it's interesting because you can't, I often forget about it, but then I'll, I'll find myself kind of just doing, you know, tapping on the side or tapping like in the center of my chest or something like that, like we were talking about at the beginning that you don't even know. So it, it's kind of cool because it feels like it's your body's natural reaction to do something, to touch kind of those, those places. Um, I'm just thinking this is just the perfect time to, for, for people that are listening by the time people listen, um, but I mean, to, to what we're all going through right now, because it's- And you know what, up. by the time this publishes, we'll still be going through this. I know, just thinking, I think this is gonna be up Monday, so I'm just saying, maybe Monday okay. or the and next yeah, Monday. Be, but, and yeah, even if we'll it's Monday, two months from now, we'll still we'll be still going, be going through it. We'll still be <laughs> pandemic. I know, but it just brings up this, this whole period of time, because some of us have brought up um, fears that you either didn't know you had or that weren't as deep. Um, it's brought up thoughts of the past because you can't really go anywhere. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're in, Kathy and I are up in the Northeast, so we've been really hunkered down um, for this. Not whole anymore, thing. though. I'm feeling. No, like but I mean, I mean, it's brought up a lot of things for yeah. people that they've had to think about because there's not much going on or there wasn't much going on. But this is a tool that you could work through, like if, if something came up, for me that maybe I wanted to deal with or journal about or finally face, you know what I mean? Yeah. To be able to do this, you know, kind of on my own and, and working yes. those feelings through, I think that's just awesome. And the other thing that, that with all this stuff going on, there's, there's um, for me, there's been a great deal of stress and, um, and fear. I, I, I don't like fear. I don't like fear and I'm surrounded by fear. And I don't mean in my, you know, whatever. But you, you know, if you if you have to be on social media, which we kind of are for our businesses, it's very, my God, you, it you is. know what I mean? Oh, and oh so God. there's this feeling like for me, I am very uncomfortable around fear. I'm very uncomfortable around anxiety. And that's kind of like all there is. Um, so you really kind of have to work on, on, I love what you said, because right now, I mean, come on. Is there anybody that we know that's all like, yeah, I'm all good. You know what I mean? I mean, come on. Like in this, I mean, yeah, we're, we're better now than we were. I, I would say, you know, we're all starting to get out and, and, and everything. But for me, there's still this, I don't want to say hidden, but I'm going to say hidden. There's kind of this back end fear and anxiety that you're, 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 hunkered down for you're you're holding yourself in a certain way for because it's it's all around you so because well, we don't know what's coming and that's what people yeah. are saying the second wave is coming we're not even through the first wave maybe right it come maybe it comes and it's worse it right and that's another thing there's like we have there's this feeling for me which is really hard and that's where the anxiety comes of no there's no control right and right. so for me that's also been since november because right. there was cancer and chemo and pandemic and lockdown and radiation and whatever. And I'm like, for the love of God, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, can I have one thing that I have yeah. a sense of control over? Right. Um, so can, can I jump back into, because yeah. we could talk about the pandemic forever and right, we right, right. so off topic, but so Cindy, I'm curious, kind of pre pre pandemic and currently, when you see clients, so obviously I'm assuming you're not seeing clients in person. No. Like, okay. So when someone comes to you, you do it over Zoom or something? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so are you, you're teaching your, your client where to tap, how to tap. You're giving them almost like a, for, for lack of a, a more appropriate word, a prescription for She's doing it with you. So let's, yeah, let's talk about that, Cindy. Like, but yeah, you're do you, doing it with somebody, yeah. but are you giving them the resources for like, hey, so when you're feeling like this in the future? Well, I think that's one of uh, the great things about it is this is a tool you get to take with you. Right. So, so it's not like, it's not like acupuncture where um, even yeah. if I, even if I could, um, you know, I wouldn't walk around with needles and be doing self acupuncture. Right. But this is something that like the, the, the premise of someone coming to you is to get a treatment, but also have tools that they can take forward with them. Yes. Yes. Very cool. 
Yeah. So I have uh, um, had a client recently who is an entrepreneur is having a, a, a challenging time uh, with the monies of the business. And, um, you know, so we've worked a few, few things and it came up recently that when he was in grade school and walking to school every day, he would get jumped and they would steal his lunch money. Mm -hmm. So we kind of connected the dots of, huh, so maybe it's not safe for you to actually have money. Because mm -hmm. even when he does get it, he gets rid of it very quickly. Interesting. And so we were able to go back to that seven-year-old little boy and, you know, work through use tapping on that. But I feel like you're glossing over a lot there. <laughs> so here, do me a favor, Cindy. Were you, are you, am I unmuted? Yes. Um, I had to meet garbage trucks always come by. There's either leaf blowers or garbage trucks or whatever as I'm sitting here talking. So can, do, were you, are you comfortable doing a little example like sure. on me? Okay, like if I say, um, well, do, I could do, we could even do, if, if you don't, I mean, like just do everybody and pick something about. Okay, let's do, yeah, cool. let's do um, the fear. I don't want to go pandemic. Let's do. Um, we can do a money thing because I imagine yeah, since you're all solopreneurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do a, a money thing. Um, being, being, um, yeah, single, you know, sole proprietors or single people in our business. Let's do that. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm sure that again, whether it's what's going on in the world, running a business, what, that there is concern about money, not enough. Where's yeah. the next client coming from? How am I going to get paid? Perfect. So, okay. So if you're driving, don't close your eyes, but ladies who are sitting here comfortably and safely in their homes, I just want you to close your eyes and take a deep breath. And just think about either when you started your business and the, that feeling about where am I going to get clients, not having enough clients, not having enough money. There may be a time in your life um, where it was worse than others. So I just want you to, you know, notice how you know that not having enough money is a problem. Good job. And then I want you to just think about, like, how does it make you feel? And if anybody has a, a word or two for me. Anx anxious, anxiety. Tight. Good. And do you notice it someplace in your body? Chest. Chest. Good job. Yeah, I, feel, I get it in my jaw. Okay. Excellent. Okay. So um, have you ever had that feeling, that tightness in your chest, the clenched jaw, that anxious feeling? Have you ever had that feeling before, maybe when you were a kid? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you can notice that feeling. Good job. All right. Um, so the other thing I want you to open your eyes and I want you to think of maybe uh, like a happy place, um, maybe like the beach or the mountains, um, someplace where you feel safe, loved and supported could be an animal. So just notice that happy, loved, supported feeling. Good job. Okay, now let's go back and think about that money thing. And just notice where you're feeling it. And then I want you to take, I usually use two fingers and we're gonna, um, I'll tell you where to tap and just repeat after me. So in between your eyes, I want you to tap and say, I release and let go. All this anxious feeling on the side of your eye, this tightness. And then under your eye, I release and let it go. And then on your collarbone, I let go of my clenched jaw. All the fear, all the anxiety. It's safe for me to let this go. And grab your wrist and take a deep breath in. And then blow it out and say peace. And then I just want you to go to that happy place where you feel loved and supported. Good job. And then I want you to come back and tell me. So before we started, I should have asked on a scale of one to 10 when you thought about the money issue, 
how much it bothered you. Like an eight. And then after that round, have <clears throat> you noticed any changes? Five. <clears throat> Five. <clears throat> well, did you guys notice a change or a? I definitely noticed a change. I felt it lift. Um, I can still feel it, but not to the same extent. Okay, so notice where you still notice it, whether it's in your body or you're running a movie or whatever it is. So go back in between your eyes and tap. I let go. It's out of your eye. I release and let this go. And then under your eye, it's safe for me to let this go. On your collarbone, I release and let this go now. Good job. And grab your wrist. Feel your fingers around your wrist. Take a deep breath in. And blow it out. And say peace. So can you guys feel the difference in that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so now that was just like a pretty, like basic, basic, basic. But, you know, so you imagine I'm going to go back to like that crazy psycho stressed out level I was when I called her back in, you know, whenever it was November or December. And so you keep going and you keep going and you keep going to you, you, it's like you can feel like Ginger, you just said, you can feel that shift. And it like, for me, it's like, okay, so if you started at 10, there's that 10, you know, and okay, you come down to like between 10 and five. But then for me, it's like you drop under a five and you're like, oh, do you know what I mean? And then for me, it goes back to what you were saying before now, Cindy, you're, you're now I can use my brain more because I can access, because there's space sort of to, well, to yeah. think more clearly um, about things. Well, and I think for me, especially as, um, parent, it works for any parent, it, it exactly that has created this gap where before, like, let's just say spilling milk, that I would react based on how I was programmed to respond when somebody spills or breaks something, mm -hmm. um, that, you know, tapping on old memories and old belief systems, that it now does, it creates that space where I can stand and observe it event, feeling, whatever, and then make a choice to respond because exactly my frontal lobe is still online. <laughs> so two things. So for, for sort of like what you said, Kathy, before is like, okay, so she goes through this whole thing with you. And then yes, now you have this tool and you had listened to what she was saying. I am safe. It's okay to let it go, blah, 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 blah. And it's not like, um, cause I was always like, you know, me, I'm very analytical and what exact words do I say at what exact thing? And it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, you can be sitting, like you said, in the grocery store and like, it's okay. I'm safe. I'm safe to let this feeling go. I don't have to feel this way at this point. I'm going to get fresh air in a second. I'm totally safe, supported, protect, whatever, you know, you can do this. So yes, you have this great session, but then you have the tools to do it yourself or stuff like that. Now that doesn't mean that I'm always like, I mean, there's times when if something big is happening, again, I don't have the space to do it myself and I have to go to Cindy. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, so, hey, help me figure this out and get me going and then I'm good for a while. You, you, well, I, I you know think I mean? the other thing is too, because um, you know, your subconscious job is to keep you safe based on the original data it was programmed with, that when you run into a thing where, again, I'm building this business and I keep running into this wall, I you know get X amount of clients and then something happens. And that, so sometimes you need an outside person to kind of talk you through, walk you through, tap you through to help figure out really what, what is it? that block about. Yeah. You know, that sometimes our, our brain's so busy protecting us, it's not gonna show you on your own what really the connection is between. And I'm glad you said that because I think with everything that we do, I always say to people that do work, if you're an energy worker or light worker, whatever you call yourself, you have to do your personal work. You have to do your personal work. Um, you do? Yeah. <laughs> the rumor. Yeah, just, just Sorry. the rumor. And so it's a really good 
it's just like you can take, you know, parts of this tapping and look at it the same way. There, you know, we're, it's all going kind of for the same goal. You know, whether you're doing an intuitive life coaching session or, a, you know, even an animal communication session, you're getting down to this behavior in you or this belief that you have that your subconscious, we talked to somebody last week about Lifeline and what is your subconscious telling you? What's a story you've been telling? And it's just another cool modality to bring your awareness to it. And then once you have that awareness of it, like, okay, like we may, if we had done a whole session, we may go forward being like, oh, okay, there's that money thing coming up again. I can feel that money thing coming up again, but now I know I can just, and it's almost like it's like a little booster. Like, okay, so we did this whole session. Suppose we did this whole session around money and now you can feel it coming up again in that same place. And then that same feeling or something, it's like you can give yourself that little booster shot of like, okay, I'm aware now that this is happening. And so now I know what to do about it. It's the same thing like with Brian Weiss. Remember, wasn't it Brian Weiss? And we've talked about this a million times that just the awareness of something is enough to help you shift it. And this is a tool to help you shift it because you become aware of it. Um, And not just shift it. I mean, the belief. Clear it. It, right. It is to release it. It's to physically yes. release it. Right. And I, and that's the other thing I love that you said that I'm sorry to interrupt. I'll go right back to you. I love that you said that the, to clear it and to release it, because to me, that's one of the things I like about it. Cause I feel like I'm physically tapping it away. You know what I mean? I'm physically right. like breaking open whatever this physical blockage is in this meridian and helping it go away. It's like mental massage sort of for lack of a better word. What were you going to say, Ginger? I have two like totally opposite questions, but the first question is on children. So I have a six-year-old grandson. My daughter was older, but I have a six-year-old grandson that I could use this with, but how would I do it? I I would be doing the tapping. Do I have him speak? How how am I going to interact with him if I want to use that tool? There's a couple different ways. A, you can teach him um you can and i think why it would be amazing at this just I, I saying think it would be, yeah i think yeah. you know and even if it's like a bedtime routine of just let it go let it go let it go and you know he may have a favorite spot okay. you know that you can um the other that you can actually do with this is surrogate tapping mm. so I, again i'll there's why it or you can go <laughs> go back to your animals and, you know, especially with you guys who are tuned to the feeling in your animal's body and just do it on you. All so this, this anxiety. Oh my God, that is so, so awesome. So I never thought of that. So, so we can sit there and look at Gigi that's freaking out about something and I can connect with Gigi and then tap it away. You. Oh my that's God, cool. we never thought so of that. So what's so cool that you say that, because I was going to ask about the animals, was... I'm doing this um, process to become an equine facilitated learning coach. And Linda Kahavanov, I don't know, I probably just completely botched her last name, but anyway, she was she she's written a bunch of books and one of her stories is about this this stallion who she couldn't get close to. And she um, he was doing something weird with his head. And she rubbed her own head Mm. and he like leaned, like, it's like he could feel her touching herself. He could feel it. And it, and it really started this relationship with him and her realization of horses specifically their their energy field their heart energy field um the electromagnetic stuff is so huge um so yeah i could see where it could work with animals when you're not even touching them but and i feel like i ginger i feel like i totally just usurped your time but i'm gonna just i just want to finish this because regarding the animals like um i told i think i told you you know, I tapped my horse and I tapped my dogs or my cat, like when they get blood draws at the vet and stuff. 
and I guess I was always tapping them between their eyes because it seemed like the spot to do it. I don't know why, but it just did. But in my head, I think I was just doing it as a distraction. Like, well, if I'm tapping them on the head, they're not noticing that there's a needle going into their, their arm, their leg. But well, it, that's a piece of it. Because but it's again, more it's than that. Tra- no. Right. But, but there's, yeah, to me, there's a couple pieces. Like, yes, it can be, again, the energy of the meridian system. But, you know, just it's thinking. It's breaking. Taking, it's breaking of the trance, the actual hypnotic okay. trance. Cool. Yeah. That, you know, I mean. We talk about setting intention. Do you need to set intention if you're going to do surrogate work? Or is it strictly energetic? I, I guess it's I, not kind of strictly, but. I don't think it would hurt to set an intention, but I don't think you necessarily have to because just by the fact that, hey, let me see if I can help my dog here, or hey, let me see if I can help, that's kind of setting the intention, right? Well, and to me, I think, you know, when you think of your grandson, why would he want to tap? I would assume maybe because he's stressed and you then have, right, stuff going on inside of you when you think of your stressed grandson. Right. So when you clean up your... Uh, feelings, beliefs about, you know, oh my gosh, kindergarten is going to be horrible for him. He hates being around people, whatever. Right. Like if you clean up your stuff, then all of a sudden you're feel like you are peaceful and calm. And to me, the physics of it, if you shift, he has to shift. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, yeah. here's the other thing. It fits into everything we believe, which is right. our energy affects the energy around us, right? And plus, right. I mean, yeah. think about Wyatt in general. Wyatt is an incredibly intuitive child, like incredibly. And so you two have that incredible connection. To, I, would, I, yes. I was just thinking that for, for me, like if he's really upset and whatnot, he'll come and he'll actually, I mean, he's getting big now, but he'll sit in my lap or he'll lay, if I'm on the recliner, he'll lay with me. And I can feel his energy go down because he's connecting with me. I I can't quite describe it, but this might be such a cool thing for you guys to do together. Yeah. I love that idea. What was your other question? My other question is seemingly, it's not, it's not random, but I thought I had read an article a few years ago about how uh, the connection between EFT and PTSD with veterans, that it was becoming a very big um, tool. And I'm just curious to see if that, if, I mean, if I read that right, or yeah, you have yeah, no, they have yeah. programs going. I think it's because there is now scientific, scientifically based evidence yep. that that the tapping does work. That they're, I believe, using it with like the Veterans Administration, and um, yeah, it's a very um, a powerful tool. And again, because anybody can do it on themselves, they don't have to have a practitioner. They don't have to wait three months to get an appointment. Like, yeah. right, yeah. It's super, super powerful. I love that we and just... It's, and it's fast. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, you know, you could almost say it's very different from but similar to Reiki and doing a self-treatment in Reiki, but that that's not, that's not something I would do standing in the line at the grocery right. store. Like I wouldn't think to, because actually, well, I guess I've only done Reiki self-treatments when I'm in bed. <laughs> so yeah. I tend to do them and I fall asleep. Yeah, exactly. This is not yeah. a, this is not a put you to sleep technique, like use for it's a, yeah. yeah, you know, reset almost. Yeah. And again, I just like the physicalness of yes. it. Yeah. Um, well, the other, I, I um, have, gotten qualified to do something called quantum healing and sort of similar to Reiki. Like I noticed like, Oh, I'll go, Oh, this person has hip problems mm-hmm. and, and you know, other things show up. And so when I give them my notes from the session, I think you guys mentioned this earlier that there's still the belief work about why they're challenged about moving forward or, you know, the feeling of getting stabbed in the back. Okay. So who has wronged you and you need to go back and do the work on all these three ex-husbands, you know, so yeah. it's been a great tool to use to me next, um, you know, whether it's doing your, your, the shaman or um, that here's your homework, here's some stuff you might want to clean up. And then the tapping's a great tool to, 
you know, it was along with journaling and other things, but it's a wonderful tool to get into those old beliefs that are no longer serving you and to help shift them. Yeah. And so that I, I um, what, you know, cause you know, we're all very intuitive. Cindy is also intuitive, which, and that's one of those things that helps too. Like, okay, you come to some sort of intuitive person because I always talk about this. People would come to me, come to me for like a shamanic thing. And they're like, this is happening because of this. And I'm intuitive connecting and I'm like, yeah, no, that's not why that's happening. You know what I mean? We've all been there. Right. Um, so that's one of the other reasons. Okay. You go to a practitioner the first time and you, because again, your brain's not clear enough or something to see where this was coming from. So she's got that intuitive piece in there as well, well to kind of help you find it. And I think I kind of, I kind of alluded to that in my question when you were talking about the man you know, the client you had with the money, you know, the, the businessman right. and the money from being, you know, having his lunch money stolen, like you got there, you were, you, that wasn't done through tapping technique. That was, that was intuitive on your part. Like you're able to, you personally, Cindy, I'm not talking about the method, but like to well, me, I can see that it's like, oh, you're able to dig down because you've got a lot of intuitive stuff going on. Well, and one of the other pieces of it for me too is neuro-linguistic programming. So, you know, different techniques of using the timeline and just having them, okay, now go back in your timeline. What are other times that you remember? Okay. Again, having that same feeling because especially on money issues, it might not be a money thing, but kind of going back to that tightness in your jaw. Like if you scan back, going back to your earliest memories of that jaw feeling, it may be because, you know, your father came home angry because it was the wrong dinner. Right. But, you know, there's that yeah. tense. Yeah. No, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, so, yeah, so I think as a practitioner, that's part of my job to help connect the dots to, okay, when you think about not having money now, where do you feel it? How do you know? And then finding that feeling again, which wow. goes back to how we store everything emotionally. But she is kind of evading the fact that she does have that intuitive piece. About so, it. Yeah, so I guess-, she, I guess And that our, helps a lot too. For, for our <laughs> listeners, I guess I just don't want to set the stage that for listeners, not all- You want to find somebody that's intuitive. of this technique are the same. You are bringing yes. other tools into your practice yes, yes. that make you- who you are. Yes, that's yes. all. I guess that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, and yes, you are having a very hard time and we could do a session and talk about this, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> Cindy's tapping. I am intuitive. I am intuitive. I love I'm that. Intuitive. Well, and it's funny because I think more with the, um, you know, for life, there's a way that you do things or, oh, I need to... I, and not day. acknowledging your greatness might come up every once in a while for you. Well, just the intuitive thing of not, you know, when you're always doing things a certain way, you don't necessarily know what the label is for it. Uh -huh. But again, with this quantum healing stuff at all, suddenly there was one of the earlier sessions after I first got trained and I, I'm, you know, in there in my head and all of a sudden this, I don't know if you call it a flock of bats, but all of a sudden this flock of bats came and covered my back. And I was like, okay, there's something going on here. <laughs> Go Google that one. But um, so yes, so I'm, I'm developing a greater appreciation. Yes, of and Cindy's background is very corporate and very yeah. finance and- Right, and very, well, very left-brained, really, is what very it is. Very left-brained. So, so I think you should be giving yourself advisor. credit yes. for the right brain stuff. Yeah. Yes, Got so um, she's with us. She just doesn't like to say it out loud yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. yeah, it's like that kind of thing. So, well, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> when, when you asked, like, for, you know, what did you want me to put as the, your, your title or whatever, I was like, <laughs> that huh. intuitive healer, like, okay, I'll try that. Why not? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just don't put it on your tax returns if you want a mortgage. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't put it on your tax returns if you want yeah. a mortgage. But. Yeah. So like we said, we sometimes go like, oh, a half hour or whatever, or we can go for an hour. We've almost, you know, we're just shy of an hour. <laughs> and we haven't asked our questions yet. So. Oh, gosh, that's right. We have to ask the, um, the questions. 
Um, we like to ask these questions to some of our guests. We don't ask all of them, but we ask some of them, and we say this all the time, full disclosure. These are not our questions. We've stolen them from inside the actor's studio in another <laughs> podcast or whatever. So, um, uh, but it counts if you give them credit for who you steal them Absolutely, from, right? it totally counts. Um, so we always like to ask this one. Um, what was your religious, spiritual upbringing in the Hamill household? <laughs> I was raised in the Methodist church. And the day that I got confirmed, I was told I had a choice and I didn't go back. Attica. All right. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say Attica, but okay. Um, what, is, what is your most favorite word? Ease. Ooh, oh, I like that. That's a good one. What is your least favorite word? Stupid. Stupid. Good. Nice. Um, I'm going to ask you all of them just because they're fun. If you could have dinner with one person dead or alive, who would it be? Hmm. Uh, the first person that came to mind is Wayne Dyer. Oh, oh yeah. Wouldn't yeah. that be a lovely conversation? My gosh. Um, and, if, and, and since he's up there with Louise Hay, I, I would like the two of them to have dinner let's with, have right? A, yeah, and let's Ron get a Dobbs. table for four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, get a, let's get a bigger table. Um, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Welcome home, my good and faithful servant. Aw. Beautiful. Cool. Cindy, thank you so much for being here. Like I said, I, I, Cindy is a very close friend of mine, so I just love spending time with her no matter what um, we do. So, but I really appreciate you being here and helping us do this. What, we always say this, our goal is to kind of, yes, have fun. Let's be honest, that's our number one priority. But, um, and to talk to one another. And we always say this, I shouldn't say this out loud anymore, but if the audience wasn't here, we'd still be just talking to each other. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, but our goal is to kind of really put it out there so that people know all these other modalities that will help you get to kind of the same place because not everything is for everybody, but we do believe that everybody should be doing their work. And if, if one of the things we mention in this podcast gets somebody to go, hey, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, that's what we want. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Um, everybody, as, as usual, um, on our guest page, on our website, you will find Cindy's information there. So you can contact her if you're interested, in, uh, if you have questions about um, tapping or want a session, you can find her there. All that will be on our guest page. Um, so again, Cindy, Cindy, thank you so, so, so much for being here. Thank you, ladies. This was awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Cool. And everybody, thank you so much for listening. As usual, you can find us um, on our website, www.thepsychicwives.com. You can find our podcast on our individual websites, which you can find on the Psychic Wives podcast. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts. And um, don't forget to check out our Facebook page at The Psychic Wives. Um, because we do some Facebook lives there and we're always up for asking, answering questions. Um, we're going to hopefully get to some live readings coming, um, coming in there again. Um, and also don't forget to leave us comments and let us know what it is you would like us to talk about. So thank you everyone for being here and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.